Hello and welcome to the Players Lounge. We're back. We're back in the lounge. And of course, it's Christmas edition. My name is Claire Wilde. I am your host and I will be guiding you through the next hour or so, which we're going to try and make a bit festive. I've got my usual panel with me. Eddie is already dancing. Eddie Walsh, hello. Hello, I have my knit cap on uh, and fleece sweater uh, for that specific intro that I didn't know was going to happen, but it was completely wonderful. (laughs) Is that as Christmassy as it gets for you? (laughs) It's incredible. I love that. Uh, Annabelle McDonald, hello. You are probably looking the most Christmassy of us with your Christmas background. I've always got the Christmas tunes going. Wow, and it is a Christmas lounge that you're in. And the final member of the panel is at a very Christmassy Celtic Park. Hi, Bowd. Hi. Yay. I'm going to fade that Christmas music out because I think that's enough. Oh, it's killing me. I'm going to be the Grinch of this uh, this episode. It's horrible. It's horrible. (laughs) Uh, I'm so much of a Grinch that I have not seen the movie, The Grinch. So I don't even know really what the reference means. I haven't seen The Grinch either. No, some homework to do. Some homework to do this Christmas, Uh Well, hopefully the other two will make up for it. Uh, so, Bowd is not feeling Christmassy. We've, I was going to ask if people were in the Christmas spirit. Bowd is a hard no. Annabelle, how's it feeling? Christmassy yet? Got the tree up? I don't have the tree up because I'm super lazy, but um, I've started writing cards and I've started watching films that make me happy. So, yeah, festive, ready to go. The Yule films I'm on board stuff. with, the, the cards is very impressive. <laughs> That's quite Thank you. Old, that's quite old school. Yeah, I bought stamps and everything. It's like it's the nineties or something. <laughs> and Eddie, you've got your hat and your fleece on, so obviously feeling yeah. Christmassy. That's that's about as uh, I guess Christmassy as I I've gotten. Uh, I have watched movies though. I've watched Christmas Vacation, which is one of my favorites, and of course Home Alone. Yeah. Oh, uh, all the classics. The first one. Yeah, hoping to uh, maybe put a small tree up or ride a reindeer around the neighborhood something like that <laughs> the maple leaf thing in the background kind of looks christmasy yeah i We're thought that i wondered here. if it's a christmas tree for a second and then realized it wasn't no it's no. uh new york state parks it's very lovely which i received i received as a christmas present okay well there you go sort of christmasy yeah. in that respect we are recording this on what's the date today the 5th, the 5th of December. So it is very near the beginning of the month. I just wanted to give you all an opportunity to have some emotion around the fact that we just saw two of our players go head to head in the World <laughs> Cup. And obviously it ended in sadness and defeat for one of them. And one of them goes through poor old Dyson Wade. Annabelle, how are you feeling? Yeah, very sad. I've still not processed it. And I've been forced to look at images of Dyson Maida crying whilst being comforted by Juranovic, which is just... I wasn't ready to process this many emotions in the run up to Christmas. Um, <laughs> I'm heartbroken for Dyson, especially after he scored. I wanted him to be the hero. So good. But good, good on Yura. Good on him. Um, Bowd, even though you're the Grinch, it must have elicited some emotion in you. Yeah, it was sad. But um, I thought Maeda did really, really well, especially in the first half. Um, obviously got a goal, which is great. From a cynical point of view, since Juranovic is pretty much certain to be going, it's probably better that he got through, bumped up his value a little bit more. We don't yeah. need people sniffing around Maeda whilst that's all going on anyway. So And Maeda gets um, to come home and you know get rest going, up. Rest up. 
get fit. Yeah, have you kind of been watching lots of World Cup stuff? It's weird that we're recording a Christmas podcast and talking about the World Cup still, right, Eddie? (laughs) We won't spend too long on that, but it is a bit odd. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. And there was a really good uh, article in The Guardian that I saw this morning about how absolutely terrible the US coverage is. And it was so spot on and hilarious. I recommend it to everyone. Can you share it with us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty spot on and pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, I've been following the games. I think uh, my eight teammates pretty much let him down today, big time, because uh, he carried them on his back to uh, the promised land, and they were just like, ah, "You know what? I don't I don't really feel like taking penalties. Yeah. I'm just going to kick it directly into the goalkeeper." <laughs> <laughs> they were awful. But I think the manager let them down by not selecting Rio and Kyogo in the first place. And of course, Adaguchi, but Exactly. Yep. Yeah. The whole national team set up. <laughs> let Dyson Maeda down. Um, talking of comings and goings and JJ being away and we've got a new Japanese signing, Annabelle, Christmas presents and Christmas departures. How are you feeling about all that? Oh, I've got some comments to make um, relating to that later. But yeah, I mean, obviously for me, being a big Greek striker fan, I'm extremely worried for what's coming in the (laughs) near future and hoping that I will get a good Christmas present of keeping that um, insane fangirling thing that I have going on there. Um, Yeah, um, can't agree more with Bowd. I don't like to be cynical like that, but that was kind of part of the reason I was also rooting for Japan kind of in the opposite way just from like I have more loyalty to Dyson because I know he's probably going to be sticking with us a bit longer so I feel he has earned it to go through um so yeah that's I'm a bit gutted about that for him but um yeah I think I wasn't I wasn't overly impressed by Juranovic today so yeah hopefully it pumps up his value and if he's keen on leaving us then it'll at least we'll get hopefully a nice paycheck yes it will be interesting to see how that pans out we're going to talk we've got a few Christmassy bits and various Celtic things to talk about of course it's my favorite time of the year because the end of November the Christmas advert drops and I've done episodes on this before we did deep dives on this I love the Christmas advert so I'm always very excited and there's a lot of anticipation this year I don't know it's not, I would say, I'm going to kick off saying it's not a vintage year, but we are going to run through it and get your thoughts. Eddie, you, you, you're kind of animated. You're like nodding and in agreement with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be really, really, really blunt. It was terrible. It was boring. Uh, I feel like it didn't utilize the player's acting ability uh, like last season. Last season was just really, really good. They raised the bar these, last season. <laughs> yeah, and, th- and there were like players there that, had just come in too, you know, and even players that didn't even see the first team. I mean, Irrigidi was, was at the table with, <laughs> with sorrow and Bali was there and yeah. Ange brings out a Turkey. It's, you know, it's, it was incredible, but this season's just like, Hey guys, we've got 20 minutes. All right. Can we, you know, can we just shoot one? Uh, and I just think there were lots of things that I was looking for in particular, James Forrest's bit, uh, with the, uh, where he offered a ride to the woman with the balloons. I thought they could have said, you know, like giving him a line, like we can give you a ride. And then, you know, do you fancy it? You know, come on, like (laughs) just do something. It's just, I think that we'd have gone down the wrong way, Eddie, if I'm being honest. I guess you're, I guess you're right. They didn't give them any dialogue to work with, did they? (laughs) Bowed thoughts, feelings, emotions. 
I think you're all just a little upset because it's the they've went the dark gritty reboot. Um, because it starts with the well, it starts with the wee doing the app, but then like the, pretty much the first thing that happens is the guy at the bus stop who menacingly gets like a bonnet and then some leather gloves that he pulls down and then slaps <laughs> together. And you know, it doesn't show you, but at the end, he slaughters everybody, is essentially what <laughs> Christmas advert is. That's what I took from it. <laughs> but I think Eddie was right, Bow, that they just didn't, it de- definitely smacked of not quite having as much time this year. <laughs> it's a Glasgow uh, Christmas party that we're probably doing anyway as part of the foundation. We'll film that. But some, of, some of those green fireworks to do that we actual... use all the time. We love those green fireworks. Do a bit yeah. of that whizzing yeah. round. Annabelle? I didn't realise it was quite so ambiguous. Bowed. Wow. Um, love it. Anyone who has leather gloves is an assassin of some sort. That's definitely. That's right. We we know that here in the US. Yeah. Annabelle, oh, did you I... have any favourite bits? Yeah, I mean, everyone knows what I'm going to say. I think you'd have to have an absolute heart of stone to not love the bit where Kyogo was jumping, trying to reach the tree that Starfelt's carrying. It was. I'm such a sucker for cheese. I absolutely love it. Um, and I I'm was like crying laughing when I first saw it because he's just such a lovable person like I don't think it would have been funny if anyone else had done it but because it's him I loved it and I was they've suckered me right in um, I think overall I was a lot more optimistic about it but I think for me that was more because I really appreciated the focus on the foundation whereas as much as the other Christmas adverts are usually a lot of fun and yeah there is more focus on players which is why we love them it's always very much, look at all the stuff we've added in our shop, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Would you like to give us some money for it? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, probably. Whereas this time it did, at least it was like there was a bit more of a focus on charity and making the kids happy. And I mean, if seeing the reaction of the kids when the players come in doesn't put a genuine smile on your face, I don't know what would really. I mean, there was a clip of that wee girl crying when Jot came in and I was like, oh, that's me. I, that would be acting exactly the same. <laughs> they didn't invite you. <laughs> no, not my kids. It was very joyful. I'll give it that. It was super joyful. And I thought that bowed coming back to the bit with the leather gloves <laughs> like all the all the like Christmassy scenes because you've got that bit with like they were all a bit weird like all right do you want to get in our taxi like all right we're just going to put a hat on you from behind like if most of those things happened i'd just be a bit scared yeah right danger dangerous in real life yeah dangerous situations in real life however i did want to highlight did everyone enjoy the cameo by kelly clark's dog that was my favorite that was my favorite bit kelly clark's dog which then foreshadows because it's a little mini dash in, so it foreshadows the Kyogo Short King moment. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of symbolism that I totally missed about. This is really yeah. good. Yeah. This, he's it's, an educated uh... guy. He knows how to dig deep and, <laughs> and analyse these things. Paddy the dog was one of my favourite things. I regularly see Paddy at women's games and Kelly loves that dog. And I was so delighted that he got to be in the advert as well. Here's a question for you, Eddie. In the Christmas tree scene bit, they're at Lennox Town. They're putting the tree on the car. Mm-hmm. They drive. Where are they taking? I would have thought they would be bringing the tree to Lennox Town. Where are they taking See? the tree? See, yet yet another kind of uh, misstep in this, you know, carelessly put together <laughs> video. Huge plot hole. But you know what? I I mean, I do agree with Annabelle. I think my favorite part was was the Starfield Kyogo moment, but also the the high five uh, from CCV. I enjoyed that too. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, he was smiling, which is very rare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a nice little trio. Uh, I can just picture them kind of 
like going out to dinner and Kyogo gets like a kid's meal because he's a little Muppet and like he's bouncing around and yeah. <laughs> he gets a selection box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the implication that CCB and Starfelt are his dads. I think that's it's, a really good co-parenting relationship. I really do think that. Safe pair of hands. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, but yeah, generally, I thought it was good. How did you feel about the bit? The only pe- person who got to speak really was Ange at the end, Annabelle. I yeah, um, I was really worried at first that he wasn't going to be in it. And I was like, that would have really kind of completely ruined it for me. I was like, where's Ange in a Christmas jumper? Otherwise, this is completely pointless. But you no, know, he did come <laughs> in to save the day at the end. I think... If if they actually had um, a shot of him making his little speech, they'd have to frame it so that you could see the gun pointed to his head. But um, <laughs> other than that, um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was great. Um, I really liked his little speech and everything. It just it had a really wholesome feel, even if it wasn't quite as funny or well thought out or you know not riddled with plot holes and very and very short. <laughs> it very was very short, and also. I just want to go back to kind of some of the scenes as well. I think part of the problem with using like real fans and members of the foundation is that our players can't act and none of them can act either. So it's an absolute disaster. And also they didn't even Photoshop in any fake snow or anything. Or if they did, I didn't even know. They it. did put some fake snow. They did absolutely they? did. Eddie is angry about something. Wait, just wait, wait, just, wait just one second. I, I, I feel like last season's, I mean, there were some Oscar winning performances in that. Uh, Notably. Including Ange Postacoglu, the the part where he's sitting at his his desk, looking kind of like, you know, mm. melancholy for the holiday. He takes the picture of his his family and him as a kid, and then he like starts writing letters and then gives them under. The, I mean, it's just, you can see the concern and and, and an emotional journey. Exactly. Yeah. And he didn't and even get got, on camera. He's the only one that can act, and they don't put him on camera this year. Well, there's there was Jota. I mean, Jota did the. Uh, um, help, help George Michael and- thing at the end. He, I mean, there was there was lots of really really great moments. I felt, uh, and I think it was just uh, it made our players look bad. So uh, <laughs> you know, when they're clearly they're clearly good on and off the pitch. And I'm sure they were all really looking forward to it as well. But <laughs> well, I'll tell you who it was Haksavanovich. He only had like two seconds, but he's just going wild at the yes. Christmas <laughs> He loved it. Absolutely. With the DJing being provided by Juranovic and Callum McGregor, <laughs> which is on yeah. screen for about a split second, but I did enjoy it. Um, yeah, I think we're expecting more next year. I want them to put a bit more into it. We got, I think we managed to probably get a whole episode out of this last year, whether people enjoyed it or not. That's another question, but we did <laughs> manage to talk about it for a lot longer. So I am in living hope for Christmas 2023. The next thing we are going to do. Of course, the Christmasiest thing of all, Secret Santa, my friends. Secret Santa. We have all been assigned a Celtic player from the current men's first team squad to gift a present to. We have been given these secretly. So we are now going to do that thing. We do Secret Santa. Does anyone do Secret Santa? We do it with one part of my family. Um, I used, used to. It's, it's too stressful. Why is I it think, too stressful, uh, Eddie? Well, I think I got to an age where I, I, um, my dad's side that did it is, and it's an enormous family. My dad's oh. the oldest of ten, so I had like seventy-five thousand cousins. But then, and don't think, you just buy one present? Isn't that the whole? Yeah, but I just think I, I lived away for a while, and I don't know. I just think coming every year when I was, you know, in my twenties, I was just like, ah, you know, leave it for the kids. 
Let the kids enjoy it. I don't need need anything. Just the pure joy of seeing the kids so excited. Well, I hope this one's going to be joyful, not stressful. (laughs) Um, No, this is going to be good. Our esteemed colleague, Christopher Gallagher, has given us all secretly a player to buy a present for. We are going to tell each other what the present is, and then we are going to try and guess who it's for. Did I say that right? I think I did. That's the format. Bowed. I'm going to come to you first. What gift are you buying for a current Celtic player? So my my present is, um, first of all, it's a foot spa. But then within the foot spa, there's also a very small Kieran Tierney doll. In the, f- in in the, the foot Well, spa. that's just how I packed it. Is, is he to be drowned? Don't think oh, so yes. much about that. So no, 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 I'm not drowning Kieran Tierney. Right, I'm okay. So the doll is just oh. in the foot spa and that's, you open it. The doll you open is for it the person. Up. Who would appreciate a Kieran Tierney doll? So they're doll. getting a KT but doll and a foot spa. I didn't know you were guessing. There's a lot of work behind that. You're never going to guess it. I don't think. I don't. I, Eddie, who wait. would want to boil Kieran Tierney? <laughs> Forget about that. Forget I'm so obsessed with this idea that he's in the foot bath. We when cannot it's on. forget I'm about that. I'm not wrapping two gifts separately. I'm putting one inside the other. So we're wrapping it all together. Yeah. Do you want to? No, do you want to give us a clue as to why the foot spa and the KT doll? Well, the foot spa would just be because your feet need a little bit of spying, having done a lot of work. Yeah. But that applies to a lot of that people. Apl- I was going to say. I, that doesn't no... really help you. Eddie, Eddie have and you got a suggestion? I, <laughs> Hands I, up. I, no, I, I, have a, I have a guess. Go on. Actually, no, it's got to be it's got to be here right now, right? Player yeah. here. Like right current... Well, so you might be you might be onto something, though. Because I am, th- I am think about of... players here right now, and then think about who you're thinking about, Eddie. And <laughs> Go then... on, Eddie, say it, say it. Oh, I was going to say Tam Rogic. No, because he's, he's got four hands, and he ne- he's got wow, uh, that's good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so then, no, he wouldn't need a foot bath if he had four hands. I lo- I'm I also know. intrigued by Me how ex- how excited Bowd got when he kind of thought you were on the right lines as well. I thought he was on the right. I, I, oh, I still have one more, but let someone else go first. Okay, well, the KT thing is obviously a big clue. Annabelle, you look like you might have a guess. I thought I did until Bowd gave that clue. I was going to say, is it Greg Taylor? Because he does a lot of work. He probably needs a wee, a wee spa day. And he's looking up to his idol, Kieran Tierney, his predecessor, and following his It's footsteps. a good guess. It absolutely is Greg Taylor. It's <laughs> it's not because it's his predecessor. It's because I think he looks a lot like Paddy Roberts, and Paddy Roberts likes Kieran Tierney, so he would get a wee doll. Wow! Ah, oh, now I get your clue. I was going to say this bounce blowing smoke right now up my ass. I was feeling, like, I felt like I was totally on point. I was going to say Nakamura at one point because they were both like, you know. Do you, Eddie, a... Eddie, do you know who plays Celtic currently? <laughs> yes. yes, but then bounce it after. I thought you were thinking of Paddy Roberts because of the little friendship and then I was like, <laughs> I also I always, want I always to, think of that friendship. I also want to know if such a thing as a small KT doll exists somewhere because that would be quite. <laughs> Good present idea for a number of people I could think of. And make sure you take it out the foot bath before you use it. <laughs> yes, yeah. don't drown. Oh, well, a lot of fans may actually use it as a voodoo doll as well. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. true. Back in the spa. I love it. Okay. The next person to tell us what they're buying for, a cu- Eddie, a current Celtic player, is <clears throat> Annabelle McDonald. What are you buying for a Christmas present? And, you know, maybe a bit of why, but just tell us the present first. <laughs> um, 
My present is rubbish, but I'm kind of more used to those office secret Santas where the limit's like £10 and you get like the cheapest bath set from like Tesco or something. So in that vein, I'm getting my uh, Celtic player some sun cream, maybe in like one of those gift sets that comes with like a a tanning moisturiser or something, but mainly the sun cream because SPF is really important these days. Okay. I've got, is it Aaron Moy? That's my first guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, um, it's not literally because Aaron Moy looks like he could use a tan. No, he looks like he could use a tan. He's from Australia. They're big on sun cream, and he's got a lot of bald head to cover from the sun. It's a great he, guess. It's a yeah. great guess. It's not related looks, to the bald. He uh, looks translucent. Poor Aaron Moy. <laughs> I can relate. I too am translucent. Also- I don't appreciate the tone that you said that in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just. Uh, a regular common garden sun cream did you say what spf um it doesn't need to be that high probably like an spf 15 max 30 might as well not bother my friend might as well not bother with 15 that's my my view it's middle of the road right well maybe maybe you already have a tan but you still find yourself regularly exposed to quite a lot of sun so you want to keep yourself safe yes I don't want to have oh, another guess. I've had a guess. Eddie, you have a guess. Jeez. Um, Stephen Welsh? No, but he... <laughs> that's a great reference to that hilarious photo from the Wee Lads holiday, isn't it? What a milk bottle. That's, I mean, Stephen Welsh with the same skin tone. Are we so, just but... running through the pay list? I think we might be on to... <laughs> like I, think, I think we need to go on to someone who actually has got a tan bout. Well, I was thinking Jens. He's tall. He's got a tan. Oh, because the sun, maybe CCD because he's playing in the States a lot. I don't know. Oh, Je- Jen's because he's closer. Jen's because he's closer, <laughs> he's closer to, to the, the sun. sun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not for logic and I want to give it to you just for that ridiculous answer, but, but no. <laughs> I'm going to have one last guess. Is it Jota? It's not Jota, no. Who is it, Annabelle? Hey, do you give up? Would you like to hear Tell- my backup gift, which might give you more information? Uh, yes. Okay, my backup gift that comes from a not at all bitter place is a P45. <laughs> Eddie, do you know what a P45 is? Yes. Okay, okay just checking. <laughs> What's the American equivalent? Um, slip, something like that? Yeah, I guess, but that's still it's kind the last of like a... Slip. Yeah, I mean, that that's not really even a thing. It's like okay. a thing from the movies, okay. I guess, or at some point, <laughs> but yeah. Someone Annabelle hates who's already got a tan. <laughs> oh, so I he's not... I didn't say I hate them. I said it comes from maybe a bit of a bitter place. My, my first guess was ball and golly, but again, he is not a Celtic player at this point, so I'm guessing it's not him. What, because he was swans off on holiday? <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I'm going to go James McCarthy. No, it's not James <gasps> McCarthy. Nah, it's, no. the, pa- it's, the pause had me. I was like, yes, I got it. Just because I just, I've loved, every time someone mentions James McCarthy, I can't help but think a couple of games here and there. Like it's honestly like a switch in my brain. I can't, I can't stop it. Um, no, I think I've just given really bad clues. I'm going to guess, up? I'm going to have one more guess. It's Gigi. It is Gigi. Yeah. Well done, Claire. It's only because, because you said you were bitter about him. <laughs> yes. Because number one, the guy loves taking his top off. He's always cutting about that pitch Good. naked. He needs the sun cream for protection. His, and his, his wife, wife hates, hates it. And yeah. she's going to hate it even more if he gets a melanoma. It's not safe. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah, the P45, because fine, if you don't want to sign a new deal, just leave. 
Wow. 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 Don't get money for him. No, I'm I'm bitter. I love him and he's betraying us. Anyway. (laughs) Say it like it is, Annabelle. (laughs) It's like you got him a gift, which is very nice. But then depending on how. Yeah. 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 But then depending on what he decides as far as where he's going to play. There's another gift for you. It's it's like the, somebody call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> you know, that's that's like yeah. what it is. Definitely, and it means that his new club will know his tax code already, so you won't have to pay him. <laughs> so he's getting sun cream. Uh, Greg Taylor is getting a foot spa with a small doll of Kieran Tierney in it. Eddie, what is the gift that you are buying for a current Celtic player? I really feel like this is going to be a difficult one. Uh, to guess. We're up for the challenge. Because it could go a couple ways, but I am going to get a golden retriever for this person. Okay. First of all, dogs aren't just for Christmas. Thank you, Bowd, for saying that. For life, not just for Christmas. It's a golden retriever named Hoopy, and he has a green and white bow around its neck. Oh my God. Can you get that for me? I also like <laughs> one. Um, yeah, it's like that scene in Bridesmaids where she fills her car with puppies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a straight away, I've got a guess straight away, but I don't want to bowl in there. I want to, Annabelle. I've got a guess. Is it for Dyson Maida so the retriever can go and get him after he runs really far away? <laughs> no, it isn't. But it's a oh, very good that. guess. Yeah. Bowed, have you got a guess? Bowd looks like he's making notes, like he's, notes. like he's like he's on news night or something, Golden and he's like, mm, "Okay, let me have a think about this." He's just drawn a picture Scooby. of a dog. <laughs> oh, um, I because I was kind of thinking Maeda or maybe Kyogo because golden retrievers need lots of exercise and entertainment and running around and playing with them, and they might be good at doing that. But I don't think it is. No, but that was the that was the other way that I thought people were going to go. I was going to say Kyogo because he's kind of bouncy and energetic, yes. like that type of dog. Yes. So, so that's completely thrown me now. Is there I just any have any other reasoning clue you can give us? Yes, because I think that they are very similar. <laughs> the golden retriever and the player are very similar. Okay, uh, as far as. Maybe I would say maybe when the uh, I don't know if this is going to give it away, but um, well, we're, it, we're struggling at this point. I just <laughs> say it. So I would say more of when the golden retriever is kind of middle aged. <laughs> they, would, they would kind of. So it's not a pu- it's not a puppy. <laughs> well, I'm going through the life cycle right. So <laughs> we're following the journey. This is and a current the- player. Yes. It's so I was going player. to say, is it Kieran Tierney? Because labs as they get older tend to have hip problems. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Sorry. <laughs> That's another one where like I feel like I need to make a Kieran Tierney. <laughs> so uh, he's like an it, it, older Celtic player who's like a it, golden retriever. He's like very chill. There we go. It's Joe Hart. I feel like he resembles a golden retriever. Too. I was thinking like blonde golden boy. Yeah. yeah, and he's yeah. kind of got that like quite wide-eyed like enthusiasm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But is also like very chill and like will lay down and sleep for fifty hours, <laughs> and also will retrieve balls from going yeah. in the goal. 
Sometimes, so most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, was get, I was trying to be nice, but fine. It's, <laughs> this, is a, this is a Christmas will. show, my friends. You know, let's be kind. Not Sorry. so good at giving you the ball back, but you can catch it all right. <laughs> he's not good with his feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's a very nice man. I'm sorry, Joe, if you're listening. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas <laughs> to all of these players. Um, right, my gift that I am buying for a Celtic player, if you would like to hear it, is this. Our very good friend, friend of the show and listener, I hope he's listening to this, Joe Goss, runs a very excellent barbershop in the West End of Glasgow called Rum Barber. I am buying a gift voucher for Joe's shop for this person. Aaron Moyen, you sick bastard. <laughs> Full restoration. He's not, he's not that I good. mean, it's, it's, it's not Jota, is it? Uh, it's not Jota. Because he I would guess it's somebody whose hair she doesn't like because she wants them to get a nice mm. haircut. Or is it somebody mm. that's well... I mean, Jota has terrible hair right now. I'm sorry. Love him, but... Strong disagree. Well. Controversial opinions being thrown around. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I guess it could go either way in that they've got great hair or not so great hair. But... Yeah. What about, is it CCV who appears to have gotten his first professional haircut to go to the World Cup? Because otherwise he looks terribly groomed. <laughs> to be Sorry, CCV, if you are listening. But also, also Merry Christmas. It is not, also, yeah, Merry Christmas. It, Christmas is not, it is not CCV. Bowed. You look like you might have a guess. Oh, I'm just thinking Matt O'Reilly because you just, first of all, just buy Matt O'Reilly a gift anyway. <laughs> uh, whether or not that was the name you were given. Yeah. Uh, he's... <laughs> He's all fancy. Yeah, he's uh, kind of got the tousled look a bit, hasn't he? Eddie, it's not Matt O'Reilly. Incorrect. No, no, no. no. I, I think I have it. Okay, go. Because tec- technically, he is still a Celtic player. Vasily is Barkas. I love it. I love it. But it is also incorrect. <sighs> You're um, Barkassing up the wrong tree there, pal. He's, he's, got, he's got the no country for old men haircut. <laughs> I always thought he looked like a like a spitfire pilot from like the 19 whenever yes. roger roger yes exactly like with a scarf flying out behind him um would you like me to tell you and tell you why actually no i'll tell you why first yeah tell us why first mm-hmm. is it idiguchi because he's had about 20 different hairstyles since joining celtic it is not idiguchi the reason yeah. i'm going to buy him this is because it's partly for our good friend joe goss because this person has excellent. I would say he sets a standard, which if he got his hair cut there, then maybe all the Celtic players would kind of, because they all then go and follow and get their hair cut at the same place. Is it the Baniac? Uh, no, it's not the Baniac. Starfell. <laughs> yes, it's Carl Starfell mm. Annabelle. Well, wow. he's got beautiful hair. Of course, it's very understated. Which I, I can't believe it took you so long to get that. And I saw it in real life when I saw him at the women's game, and I was literally in awe. <laughs> razor sharp, razor sharp hair. Yeah, and yeah, I I do hear that he might have been into the shop before, so I thought that'd be a good one because then, you know, like I said, they'll all be like, "Oh my god!" That, if if he gets his for Joe, huh? Adam's been in the shop before, not used it. Um... <laughs> Best, that's quite <laughs> sorry joe, Shout out ha- to joe happy, happy christmas joe 
Sorry, Joe. Merry Christmas. <laughs> right. We're going to do a round of quick fire secret centers now. I'm just going to say names of players and you can tell me what you want to get them for Christmas. Uh, okay. First, Kyogo Furuhashi. What are we buying Kyogo for Christmas? A slinky. Oh, I was a fun. I like that that a lot and I like how quick you were with it Um, CCV Uh, a set of encyclopedias (laughs) for for what for why (laughs) just he just looks like a guy that would just sit and read an encyclopedia I don't know cool yeah (laughs) our captain Callum McGregor Um, a variety of different coloured masks so that if he goes back to that he can mix it up well, yeah. a green and red one for Christmas. Maybe like sort of pat with patterns on, like a professional wrestler type thing. No. Yeah. Like to intimidate the opposition. That's pretty good. We'll do one more. The final one is going to be <gasps> James Forrest. <laughs> um... A bum bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say some like resistance bands because he loves stretching so much. Both excellent suggestions. <laughs> he can keep the resistance bands in his bum bag and then he'll have access to them at all times. Stretch wherever he wants. Tuck, tuck a little Nando's gift card in there for him. Of course, we were going to say a Nando's gift card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Secret Santa. Um, who's going to, yeah, I'd love the fact that we actually got some of these presents and sent them. <laughs> I'm not going to buy Matt O'Reilly a Christmas present, despite what Baz said earlier. <laughs> well, he's got a girlfriend to do that now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Not if you send them the right present. <gasps> True. Wow. Slide, slide in the DMs. Mm-hmm. I don't mean something really nice. I mean something really fucking sick and it just gets <laughs> in and ruins the whole relationship. Like Some, you're stressed out. You know, Some this black is a Halloween gloves. podcast. This is meant to be a festive Christmas podcast and we've got the dark take on the Christmas advert and now it sounds like we're sending Matt O'Reilly a pipe bomb. <laughs> oh, well. Like, really dark. Vials of blood or something. I don't know. I'm excited Gross. for the bit at the end where I ask us what we're all doing for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and Val lets us know. <laughs> Making dolls of Kieran Tierney. <laughs> I can't say what else. <laughs> Right, we're moving on, swiftly moving on from the gifts. We are now going to do, not the 12 days of Christmas, it's the 12 goals of Christmas. But actually, of course, there's no football happening at the moment. So there's no goals of Christmas. It's goals from this year, 2022, to as a like little little mini. I don't know if anyone wants to turn it into a song. That would be absolutely fine. Well, <laughs> at some point. Paul, Paul Carlin, if you're listening. Yeah, there you go. The challenge, the challenge, the gauntlet has been thrown. The weird gauntlet that was put on the man's hand at the bus stop has been thrown down. <laughs> um, oh my God. We've all we've all been given th- three months of the year to pick our favourite goals from, um, and we're just going to run through them. So, the first three months of the year, the first quarter, if you like, January to March, Annabelle McDonald, pick us. The first goal of Christmas, which is January 2022. What have you selected? Sure. So um, I'll start off by telling you about this really weird dream I had last night. Um, I fell asleep and 
before I knew it, I was visited by some ghosts. It was really weird. Um, <laughs> I think they got their schedules marked up because they came in the totally wrong order. So it was actually the ghost of Christmas present that visited me first um, with a beautiful goal from January um, from our game <laughs> at Tynecastle against Hearts on the 26th. You guessed it. It was Rio Hattati's absolute thunder bastard. There was so many good goals in January to pick from, um, but I don't know what other goal the other the ghost was meant to show me because what a goal that was. I can't stop thinking about it still. I love getting to watch the replay of that. Um, just, yeah, Rio's, Rio's first goal for Celtic and I hope there'll be many, many more. An absolute joy to watch and I'd love to go back and, and relive that moment just knowing what I know now about him. So, yeah, um, Christmas present. Hopefully Rio will be, he's with us now and he'll be with us for a long time, fingers crossed. So it's probably good he didn't go to the World Cup. Um, and after that, anyway, that goes buggered off. Um, and then I got visited. <laughs> I got visited by the very late ghost of Christmas past at this point. He eventually turned up um, to give me a beautiful goal from February um, <laughs> from the wonderful Thomas Rogic. May he rest in peace. I don't know why he's not. He's not dead. That's 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 my. Th- I decided that's my thing. I forget where I decided, but rest in peace, Tom Rogers. Yes, rest. R.I.P. I don't like or- it. He's not dead. <laughs> that's what makes it funny, Claire. He's dead to us, <laughs> but it makes me feel that. sad, Eddie. <laughs> well, we know in our heart of hearts, he's here. Okay. He's always with us. He'll always be alive in Celtic fans' hearts. That's the important <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, um, February again was a great month. I really struggled, but this was from our game at Fir Park um, against Motherwell on the 6th of February. Um, a great game. It was that 4-0 game. Roderick had a brace, um, but it was his first of the two goals um, where he got the ball outside the box, casually took a touch and then fired it into the, I think it was the top left corner. Just another absolute thunder bastard, to be frank. I think it earns that name. It was mainly his celebration that I love. I don't know if you remember from the replay, but he just kind of walks away and then looks down and smiles. And it makes me think of, you know, that smile. Oh, love it. Dreamy, love absolutely it. dreamy <laughs> stuff. But I also want to give a shout out to Maida's goal from that game. It was the one that went, you know, like 50 feet up in the air and then landed behind the line in the goal. Yes. Just the most ridiculous goal I think I've ever seen. Just makes me laugh. I loved getting to watch that again. Um, and also um, Jack Max's hat trick against Dundee was in the same month. So February was a tough one. Um, the ghost of, of Christmas past had a lot to show me for that. But I went with our man, Tom Rogic. Rest in peace. Um, and then I got a visit from the ghost of Christmas Future, who represents the fear of death and dying, um, <laughs> with with a goal from our game at Paradise. And you, and you thought Bowd was being bleak, Annabelle. <laughs> I know. I'm just being like, just doing this absolute terrible bit. So it's <laughs> sit- you'll have to no, listen to it. <laughs> I'm sitting like a kid at Christmas. Just, just we're excited. Sorry. Do you think this is an edition of the Christmas Carol that will be listened to every year thereafter? Classic. Is this the next, yeah. the next Scrooge, the next Muppets Christmas Carol? Probably this not. This is it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ross County, it was 4-0 at home, 19th of March. Um, Giacomacus's second hat-trick in, in quick succession, um, the third of which goal was a penalty. It was his second goal that day. I have to admit, March was a tough one. This was just a period of pure professionalism from Celtic. Like, nothing too spectacular, but just win after win after win. Um, so the best goal um, that the Ghosts had to show me for, for Gigi was um, basically the one where he goes to head the ball. It was a glancing header um, deep in the box. Keeper's like, nah, not having that. It gets saved. Gigi hasn't even taken his eyes off the ball at this point. He just heads it again. It goes in. It was just a a magnificent goal where he didn't even take his eyes off it until it was in the back of the net. And I just loved that. So, yeah. um, But I believe the ghost was showing me that because as I've previously discussed and as I will keep harping on about, 
I don't know if he's going to be with us for much longer. So oh. yeah, definitely put the fear of death in me. So thank you for that Christmas ghost. <laughs> I love but, that the ghosts came and showed you. I wish the ghosts had come and showed me mine. <laughs> it sounds it like it was a- fun. It was a weird dream, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Baud, uh, any thoughts on the goals that Annabelle has reminisced about? For, my, my main thing is just going, oh my God, Rio Hatate's first goal for us and Rod Rogic's still playing for us and t- it, t- time's a weird thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> No, they're all fantastic goals, and yeah, Rio's absolutely. Um, I was going to say bad words, very just incredible, um, and I love that the little celebration you mentioned as well, because there was there was just a wee bit of meaning there from Tom. Tom, um, you could kind of see. Wait a minute, this is him maybe savoring some of the last moments like this he's going to have with the club, and it was yeah, finishing beautiful. on a high, as it were. Yes. Yeah, it seems a while ago. Eddie, your thoughts on those goals that Annabelle's picked? Yeah, I think the uh, the Rogic one in particular was was it was almost like a highlight reel. Just playing before your, his whole career was playing before your eyes uh, during that goal because that you know that was just one of those goals that he just scored regularly uh, for us. So, if you'll excuse me, I'm just gonna grab a box of tissues that's close by. Um, <laughs> He made it look so easy, didn't he? Those yeah. Goals. That's what struck me about it. Just like effortless. And yeah, and I think I was I was worried because I don't know if it was around that time or maybe when he made the decision like in his head anyway, like he would score goals and not necessarily celebrate. He would just kind of maybe put his head down or, you know, like a little smirk. But that that was just the whole thing was very cinematic. Um, so, yeah, appropriate for a man that's that gave us so many cinematic moments. Also, I'm glad that you had some emotional involvement in your choice of goals, Annabelle, because I definitely did for mine as well. (laughs) In fact, it's almost exclusively selected on emotion. (laughs) Uh, So the best goals. Bowed, you had April to June. Give us April. What's your goal for April, your fourth goal of Christmas or whatever we're calling this? (laughs) Fourth goal of Christmas, April. I went with... Uh, Rangers game. They, there was quite a few, but it was the one each um, game. Um, and it's Yota uh, with a, I went back to calling him Yota, Jota with a beautiful goal. Um, Greg Taylor, his feet are all toasty and, 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 and relaxed after using the spa. Um, Stout <laughs> knowing, plays a ball to Maeda, um, who does a little jink and then crosses it beautifully to Jota, who just karate kicks it. Um, yes. into the, I don't know if you remember that. Like, um, sorry, that was maybe inappropriate. Uh, but I, it was just a beautiful goal. Great to see Jota score against them. Was that fantastic. his when? Was that his first goal against them? I think it was. I didn't want to say that because I was like, I've probably forgotten I'm scoring against them, but I'm pretty sure that was his first goal against them. Because that's joyful as well. That's, that's yeah. a great one to bring. Yeah. It was beautiful. Um, uh, what have we got next? May is the next month. May. Um, it is a Hearts 4 1 I've went for. Um, there's quite a few goals in May, but um, this one is. Uh, Mr. Maeda, uh, Jota again involved. He gets the ball, can't remember which goal it is, probably second, third, um, but runs the length of the half. It has to do a kind of wee jink and Kyogo is kind of involved, but he just passes the ball along, gets back onto it, um, crosses the ball to Maeda, who doesn't have to do very much, but just slots at home perfectly. Just a beautiful, beautiful celebration of the Jota Maeda combo. 
Um, and then June, there weren't any games, so I've just did another May game. Um, and I made it the last game since there was plenty of goals to choose from. Motherwell 6 now. Yeah. Cam's last yep. game, incredibly emotional, a beautiful oh, game. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and game, for me, the best goal of that game um, was Kugo's second. Um, and it was probably player of the season, Anthony Ralston, um, receives the ball just kind of inside their half, <laughs> plays this long ball from, you know, a little bit by the halfway line, but not not far past it, um, which just floats in and Kugo running with his man just volleys it first time from the long ball from Ralston. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Almost like one of those goals where the player just takes it on a stride almost, like it's just uh-huh. so natural. Um, aye, absolutely gorgeous. Eddie's nodding away. Thoughts on yeah. Bowd's I mean, little Christmas selection box there? Yeah, that last that last goal was incredible. That's one of the ones where you just kind of, you don't, you don't really have any words. You just kind of sit back and you're just like, oof. Like, wow. you know, he yeah. just he just did that in front of our eyes. And you almost, I mean, Bob mentioned as far as like the really nice pass from Ralston, but that immediately left my mind when <laughs> Kyogo scored that goal. But, um, and then also, you know, when Tam was subbed off, subbed off I feel like yeah. just the world was ending. I just want to yeah. lay on the couch and curl up and just, you know, spend a couple of days there, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Annabelle, anything to add? Yeah, I wasn't expecting this to be so emotional, but I don't think you can get much more emotional than the Motherwell game. It's such such a great choice, even if technically it wasn't in June. But fine, there are no games, I concede. Uh, but yeah, just having the the, the Rogic and, and Beaton kind of endings combined with the trophy celebration and then to score six amazing goals, the Kyogo volley, that's the Kyogo we all love and, and miss a little and hope maybe... He'll be back soon, perhaps after the World Cup, back to that sort of form. Fingers crossed all around here. Um, yeah, and the, the Jota goal, I think, as well, is one that's really easily forgotten because I find that with with a team like us where we do win the majority of our games and the ones that we don't win where maybe we draw or maybe we lose. We just go, those, let's not remember that. <laughs> yeah, my, my brain definitely completely blocks them out. I can't remember Greg Taylor's goal against Rangers from the cup game that we lost. I remember it being great, but I can't visualise it, which is a shame because Greg Taylor scoring against them is hilarious for a lot of different reasons. He definitely earned a foot bath after that, I have I, to say. I feel an episode at some point coming on of amazing going back through amazing goals from games we lost <laughs> that's a great idea especially for me just as a reminder because i do think it's a trauma response i, I completely block out but yeah and the motherwell game that like kilgo volley thanks for the reminder i'm gonna have to go and watch those highlights again yeah i'm gonna get make write all these down maybe a little thread i don't know um <laughs> eddie you had july to september so we're on day six seven and eight no yes eight. We we scored a lot of goals uh, in this time over over those three months, but the one that I picked was uh, July thirty first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was a two 0 versus Aberdeen. Uh, it started off with like a really nice header from Welsh, and I think that was the time where Welsh was kind of you know playing a little bit more in the beginning of the season, obviously doing well, and just his celebration was just you know it 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 felt great to see him score that goal. Um, but you know, it obviously has to be Jota's goal, which I feel like in this, it's somewhat like GG scoring, you know, hat tricks in succession. I feel like Jota scored a goal like this 
every other week at this point. Yeah. Uh, just kind of received the ball with his back to goal, did a quick turn and just literally, I mean, it, it had to be 35 yards out, like above the D it was, it was just unbelievable. Um, yeah. And that would, I would, I would say that would be categorized as a thunder bastard. Absolutely. Uh, so I would say so. Yeah. So there was that one. A little too much elegance for me for that to be a thunder bastard. Really? I feel Can Jota just... score a thunder bastard? Does he only score like? Is he just lightning? naturally too stylish? He reminds me of a ballet dancer. Yeah, he's too you know dinky. I'm I'm going to ask you guys to go back and watch the videotape since I'm being questioned as far as uh, thunder bastard knowledge. Okay, we'll uh, do that. <laughs> People can weigh in as well. <laughs> Anyone listening to this? Uh, so that's the July. 2-0 against Aberdeen, Jota's goal. What have you got for August? So August, I have um, Celtic 5, Kilmarnock 0. A lovely scoreline to start with. Yes. Uh, I mean, there were so many goals in this game, actually, that I could have picked. Obviously, Jota with another very, very almost identical goal, um, which I would also categorize as the Thunder Bastard. Uh, just to be... <gasps> He's doubling he's, he's thunder bastarding all over the place today. <laughs> don't, don't back, don't back down, double down. Um, and then the Jens overhead kick that was that was very funny. It's like watching a giraffe do like a backflip or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's because just everything moves so slowly, you know. Yeah. Like he's he he like, almost is this has happening. To, like, <laughs> yeah, he has to like lay down first, almost like get really close to the ground because you can't do it in one motion because he's so. But tall. his limbs are so long. I feel like the momentum once he got going would just fling him around. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's it's just so funny because the him and funny enough, uh, Gigi had an overkick overhead kick in that same game. <clears throat> they have very similar techniques because they're both extremely tall dudes. And I just think it's just so funny to watch them do it. It's just, it's, it's, I mean, obviously when they score, it's incredible, but you know, just when they try it, I just can't help but laugh. Uh, but my favorite like goal. Like a giraffe being born and it doesn't know how to walk yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like fumbling around. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite from that game and the goal that I'm choosing is Starfelt finally scoring a goal for Celtic. Yes, I love that. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I remember during that game, he might have had a couple chances. And I just just remember everyone was kind of talking about it on Twitter and stuff like, oh man, this has got to be the day. Is it going to happen? Is it going to (laughs) happen? Yeah. And I mean, it was, you know, fair play to him. It was a very lovely goal. Um, And his celebration was even better. Just kind of ran to the corner, you know, almost like he's been there before (laughs) almost like he's scored a goal before for us Uh, I was I remember Uh, being so happy when that goal was scored just for him and I love it when I don't know it just means a lot to everyone and everyone's kind of willing it to happen Annabelle (laughs) it was such a beautiful moment I barely even remember the goal I just remember the celebration the slow-mo of him running with that big smile on his face and also just when all the other players were so happy for him it was so beautiful I'm just again thanks for the reminder because I'm going to watch that again now this is brilliant um, well, I'll I'll do a wee list and we'll we'll put them out <laughs> we'll put them at like in the thing like these are the goals you can go back and watch um bowed thoughts on Eddie's picks yeah just incredible again um and 
Like a lot of the lot of the, the months, a lot of choices to um, to make. So I think people, listeners, might have um, different options because there's just so many goals there that are fantastic. But the Glasgow Celtic yeah. scores lots of goals. What can we say? Calm. We never I, stop. I, I know I mentioned a lot of goals, but I, I believe I have one more month to go. <gasps> oh God, have I jumped the gun? Sorry, Eddie. Gun jumper. Okay. Sorry. What's your final it's choice? Eddie's just that he's in the states. Ooh, I knew that was coming. I knew it. It was <laughs> loves like a gun. It was like, there's actually two A forty forty five. What if if AR fifteen shows how much you <laughs> yeah. guys know about it? Which exactly, exactly. We don't proof we, that you have guns because you knew that that wasn't a gun. I, gun I, I, I've never, I've never shot one myself. I don't own one. Well, we Scots are so hard. We don't need guns. We just obviously. <laughs> Headbutt people. Yeah, well, I'll show you how. I'm moving how this swiftly on, Eddie. Your your goal. Um, right, <laughs> we're gonna scrap. Um, so the last goal is a four nil against the other side of town. Uh, I think Clay taking a thumping. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think. Um, this had maybe one of the most iconic goals of the last couple of seasons, years, lifetimes. Um, it is Joss's goal and celebration. Um, so basically he just does this ridiculous chip over McLaughlin and then goes right to the corner, fist in the air. I mean, iconic. Yeah. I- absolutely iconic. But the other image I have is about his first goal, which McLaughlin gets a little bit of, and they have the replay that literally is his face looking at it, slowly <laughs> dribbling into the That net. is one of my favorite things. <laughs> it's just, you, I just can't get enough of that. But yeah, I mean, Jada's goal is like, I mean, yeah. that is going to be with us forever. Again, I feel a bit like with Annabelle, like that, because that is weird because that celebration is so iconic now that you're just like, oh yeah, there was a goal before that. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, the goal as well was spectacular. It's not just like he scored and had the great celebration. I'm like, you can't combine that good a goal with that good a celebration because my brain doesn't know what to go to first. But you also can't do that celebration unless the goal was incredible. That's true. He had to do something big for it and he did. And as well, I think that goal is the one that makes me most think of Jota as an elegant gazelle. It's because of the run, because obviously he takes that touch that's maybe on the heavy side and he has to get to the ball to make the chip. The slow motion run is literally beautiful. That is art. Hang it in the Louvre. It's a stunning run. He just looks so elegant. The man is is living art. There we his, go. His smile too when he gets hugged by all the teammates <gasps> after he's got the fist up. Yes. This like furry. Oh man. Can I give a wee mention to his little smooch for Juranovic? You know, after he does the the fist right. in the air, Juranovic comes over to celebrate, gets a wee smooch. Love it, absolutely. Just forget toxic masculinity. Smooch your pals. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I I love this team. That's this the team Christmas so message being endorsed by this podcast. Smooch your pals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> smooch your pals this Christmas. I love that. Before we move on to mine, Bowd, I don't want to not allow you to have your comment on that beautiful Jota goal. Uh, disgusting, celebrating um, like that. An absolute disgrace, you know. They're so, so dark today. The Grinch is, the Grinch is back. Outrageous behaviour. So I got October to December, the goals I have picked. I'm very, very fond of October because 
Again, there was a lot I could have chosen because I have picked the game against Hibs that I went to in real life with my good friend Eddie Walsh who was at the game and we weren't sitting yes. together, but we were just sort of sitting across the aisle from each other. Cause that's where we'd managed to get seats for that game. So f- first of all, like everything that that game holds a special place in my heart. It was very good. Um, but the fact that James Forrest scored a hat trick <laughs> in that game will never cease to amaze me. And I was like, which goal am I going to pick? Which goal am I going to pick the first one? I, no, I'm going to pick the third one. I'm going to pick James Forrest's, third goal to get the hat trick just because why wouldn't you like just I was sat next to someone this girl was there with her dad and we kind of didn't know each other at all but like after the second goal we were kind of starting to look at each other and go oh this is exciting (laughs) (laughs) and then it was one of those moments where like when the third goal in we just jumped up and like hugged each other (laughs) like straight away that was the first thing we did and the goals were so funny because like his second one was that one where it kind of sort of nearly isn't a goal and then it like the keeper gets it and then basically drops it over the line yes oh yeah especially with i think um obviously i said after the match but sitting next to the away support that particular day was delicious it was Uh, very fun wasn't it and And of course i was was looking over at you eddie and we were sort of like silently like just screaming at each other across the aisle (laughs) i mean there are so many memories just from the people around me there was one man with no front teeth just having a go at the entire hip support the entire game yeah then there were little kids there were little kids like just standing on chairs uh yelling at him it was it was incredible it was it was was incredible yeah um but yeah and the first goal was like a sort of amazing kind of volley type shot at an angle but the third one was just from a bit of a distance and i just thought we sort of we didn't even need goals at this point every we were just scoring for fun and jamesy forrest gets his hat trick and i'm just like love it that will live long in the memory bowed you're smiling how could you not yeah it was exactly it was amazing and i'd actually i remembered because before that <clears throat> the game directly before that was Leipzig and it's very drunk we're down but you're you're trying to cut we can still do something here and James Forrest comes on and I'm like you know I know he's not been great for the last three well but James Forrest can do something we will see something of James Forrest this season <laughs> and obviously we didn't we didn't turn it around against Leipzig but the very next game he got a wee hat trick and I was like yes James Forrest is still good yeah. kind of maybe <laughs> Sometimes. Always, I've always been a fan. So for me, yeah. it was a magical, magical day. And I was delighted, Eddie, that you were there to share it with me. <laughs> it was it was really, really great. Annabelle, do you, re- do you have, do you have memories? Game. That was actually one of the few games this season that I wasn't properly watching. I had it on my phone on the table at a family dinner party. <laughs> to the displeasure of everyone around me, because I'll just say that my family are generally not Celtic fans. Did um, you jump up and scream when Jamesy scored his third goal? Um, I did a little in my seat, um, <laughs> as was as much as I could get away with, considering I was next to my very grumpy uncle. But um, yeah, very pleasant memories of watching that. Also in the car on the way to said dinner next to my dad in the driver's seat, who is a Rangers fan. So he loved getting all the updates from me on the scoreline on the way there. It makes it even sweeter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My second goal that I've picked, which is, I don't know, the where I've lost count, 11th goal of this lovely magical 12 <clears throat> magical goals of Christmas. 
November, of course. And I have picked, again, there was a few I could have picked, but I've gone for a bad as fourth against Dundee United. Love me some about goals. <laughs> I don't man. think he's featured yet. There's been a lot of Jota. <laughs> Very true. A lot but, of Jota. Yeah, a lot of Jota. But Haxabanovic scored two, did his little lovely little celebration that if I ever score a, foot, a goal in football, I'm going to steal the little salsa dance thing so love that um but it was just because that game as well like I was at the game and the fact that it got to two like we scored we got a last minute winner and then a badders goal was another last minute winner that it was just like let's just do let's just do another one and again like it was an amazing goal and then he runs he just loses it did he get a card for taking his shirt off and climbing up through the stands and standing and like like arms kind of it was just kind of iconic because it, it it was like that one of those games where the emotions have gone from this can't be happening this isn't happening this can't be happening to i love football it's the best thing <laughs> <laughs> uh were you watching that one annabelle yeah celtic really do love an emotional roller coaster don't they like i hate i hate the feeling up until them but you can't be a last minute winner followed by an immediate other last minute winner. It's a feeling like the weather and I can't believe that you can be so elated after feeling completely, completely depressed, thinking that's your whole day, week, month for it. Um, yeah, God, it's worth it, isn't it? It is worth it. Bowed? Truly. Uh, it was incredible. That was uh, a highlight of this season, probably, or at least one of the highlights of the season so far that much. Um like um, obviously special mention to <clears throat> Kyogo's goal as well. It was just the kind of fact that it was the extra goal as yeah, well. A little bonus, a little cherry on top for you. Yeah. And it was beautiful, was it like just it was the chip and mm. was it Matt O'Reilly with the fantastic it ball? Was, Matt O'Reilly sends the amazing ball up and then it, it, is, there, kinda. It, it is the goal as well because it's one of those goals which I really love where it's it's not a thunder bastard, definitely. Because <laughs> it's just the trajectory of the ball that just takes it and the keeper's coming out and I love that kind of like they've really caught the keeper and it's just like, yes, nice. <laughs> um, so, no, yeah. that was great. That was great. That... Celebrating La Madman. At the thing. I think we might have done a wee reaction uh, live after that in the old, the old note. Oh, yeah. 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 That was Pretty an good. exciting one. Pretty good. Um, my Seen dis- a dog. So. Oh, was that that? Yeah. That we, oh, that lovely dog that we called Bouncer. Just quick story. I actually met that dog again in Superdrug in Shawlands. Met? You're seeing that like... You know the dog that was in the 13th note for that reaction podcast? I was was in Shawlands Arcade and I saw that dog and I recognised it with its owner. Partly I recognised the owner, partly I recognised the dog. And I was like, oh my God, it's the dog. It's the lovely dog. And I went into Superdrug and as I came out, I just went up to the woman... And with the dog and went, hi, we were in the pub the other day. I really love your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, that reminds me, Eddie did like a wee handshake motion. I can't remember if there was an, is either an American politician or an Australian politician who, upon meeting a dog, proceeded to grab its snoot and shake it as if it was to me. I mean, come on, that sounds purely American. Let's be honest. I think it might have been American, but I just imagine you in the shop going, I'm sorry, pleased to meet you, shaking his <laughs> That dog did did shake hands, which was why Eddie was doing that. Big handshaker. Um, obviously, I had December as well. We are now recording this, as we said at the beginning, on the 5th of December, 
We've not had much of December. It's the World Cup. We've not been playing football. The men's first team hasn't been playing football, my friends. Yesterday, I was at a football game where we scored seven goals against Dundee United uh, at the Excelsior Stadium in Airdrie. It was, of course, the Celtic women's team. And I'm going to pick one of those goals. This was really hard. And you'll have to... I'm not sure who would have watched this, but go back and have a look at the highlights. They will be up. In fact, there is a video of the unique angle, but unfortunately the unique angle at the women's game just makes you kind of have a headache and feel really dizzy. (laughs) Um, But Maria McEnany, who is one of our younger players, scored a goal that was, it was like the 73rd minute. And again, we were like, I think at that point, I think it was like the sixth goal of the game. But it was an excellent goal because it comes back. It's one of those ones that comes back Amy Gallagher goes for a shot. The keeper makes a save, but doesn't take the ball. And it just basically bounces out of the keeper's hands straight onto her foot. And she just goes, boom. <laughs> and it just looks absolutely class. And I just, again, it's an emotional one because she's a young player who I've seen, we've seen a little bit. And you know, when you're just like, I really want this person to do well. They look really good. I'm really excited by them. And then they get their first senior goal. It was just amazing. I would ask you for thoughts, but I'm going to, guess that none of you have seen it <laughs> i have not seen it to say no but I, lo- I have to say i do love a goalkeeper fumble that turns into an assist that's one of my favorite footballing mistakes so that sounds like it was wonderful and i will be watching those highlights well sure. i'll post it on the celtic women twitter and you can all have a look at it and then also watch more women's football is the message 2023 the year of it right that's the present for this year yeah uh, but yeah, it was excellent. But also Tyree Birchall, Mark Birchall's daughter, scored her first senior goal in that game. Uh, Shen scored a hat trick. It was full of excitement. So it was it was it was also the cold one of the coldest football matches I've ever been at in my entire life. So by the time we'd scored seven, I was like, "Can we go home now?" <laughs> uh, you know, sh- shout out to Shen because she's always great in the uh, her little cameos. And the Christmas ads. She's yeah. very wholesome. She's and, great. Yeah. Plus, yeah, I think that was was it not her first career hat trick as well. Like brilliant stuff. Yeah, it was. It's it's again like you're just so happy for those players to be getting those type of goals and those type of results. I was just thrilled. Uh, also, the the assist was from Tegan Bowie, and she's a favourite of mine. And she hasn't been given a rough go this season, so I was delighted for her. Um, so we've got to the end of our 12 goals of Christmas. We will probably put them up somewhere because I can't already remember what January, February and March were. Um, we'll have to write a little list of them. But um, what are you all doing for Christmas? Bowd is obviously, I don't know, sitting in a dark room being grumpy and shouting out of the window or something. That's part of it. Yeah, I'll be doing that um, probably with my wee mum. Um, you know, she doesn't deserve that, but that's just, but that, she, just the package. She, she just has to Traditions. put up with it. If you want to spend yeah. Christmas with me, Mum, this is what we're doing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, that she's where I learned it from. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I don't know if you actually asked or if I'm just reading from the agenda and getting ahead of myself. But if I was to invite a Celtic player around, you are reading from um, the agenda. I was going to ask yeah. you though, who's coming around for Christmas at your house to this? Well, uh, be- Kelly Clark, so that we could play with her little dashing. Oh, yay! Yes. Great choice. Dressed up in a little Christmas outfit as well. Yeah, with a little, little fake outfit. arms that maybe bounce about. Kelly Clark yeah. would be excellent company at Christmas, I think, as well. So great shout. Uh, Annabelle, what are you doing for Christmas and who are you inviting? 
So we're not traveling this year due to my sister being heavily pregnant. So the hope is that I will be an selfish. Aunt. I know this is what I keep saying to her. It's ridiculous, but the hope is that I'll be an aunt by Christmas Day, and we'll just be having a kind of quiet in the house, not having to worry about traveling, open presents, getting really fat, eating lots of food. So going to be very pure. That is very exciting. The new babies will be here for Christmas. That fingers crossed. Um, yeah. I think they probably definitely will be here. So yeah, just can't Yay. wait to be an aunt. That's my Christmas present this year is being an aunt for the first time. Um, and in terms of players that I would invite, I would definitely invite CCV because for us, I know that it's really frustrating when you've got people that like to drink like a lot of cold drinks and people want to drink a lot of beers and we always run out of room in the fridge. So it'd be really helpful to have a spare. <laughs> An actual fridge there. <laughs> Very good. Very... So we don't have to put stuff out in the patio, you know. Very good. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Same question to number three, Eddie Walsh. <laughs> um, you know what? I don't know what we're doing for Christmas. It's just going to be quiet as always my mom my sister and i um usually or for the last 10 or so years before maybe the pandemic started we me and my cousins and and some friends would go out to uh the bar on christmas eve and just kind of hang out and spend some time there um but yeah i think it's going to be really quiet um some some spinach ravioli will be involved i know that spinach Um, classic spinach christmas spinach ravioli very festive um that was my grandpa's big thing so we that's a tradition we continue i love Um, that who is joining you for ravioli um i mean i'm gonna have to say there's a couple there's a couple people that i think of to be honest but it's going to be Ange Postacoglu. It just has to, because I feel like he would, I get, he'd be wearing the jumper. Yeah. Um, would you just... be presenting the ravioli on a tray to the table? Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Can I? Uh, yeah, sure. Everybody can. Sorry, new niece and nephew. <laughs> There's some nice ravioli that I'm going to have Look, to. Look, babies are cute, but Ange in a jumper with ravioli. Bye. Yeah, the babies will be there on Boxing Day. <laughs> The ravioli won't be. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. So yeah, I'm love it. Very quiet. Love it. I'm spending Christmas with my in-laws, which will be lovely, and also hopefully quite chilled out. And I think maybe I was thinking, who would I invite? Because I'm spending it with Dinny Gallagher. Who would he appreciate me inviting round? Maybe our captain Ka- Callum McGregor would be a good choice for chats. He could. Like they could have a nice Celtic chat and it would be very festive and Christmassy. And I, I feel like Callum would get into the spirit of it all. So that's how I'm yeah. spending my Christmas. Merry Christmas to all those people that we've weirdly invited to our Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been very enjoyable and very fun. Thank you for joining me. Shall I play the Christmas music again as we go, as we leave? I, I would love that personally, but. I have been your host, Claire Wilde. <laughs> The panel has been Eddie Walsh, all the way from the United States of America. Yes, thank you so much, Claire. It's great to see everybody, and Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, Bowd, thank you for joining us. Christopher Bowd. Hail, hail, and uh, and a happy holidays, dollar. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Annabelle McDonald, thank you for being here with, in your Christmas room. <laughs> Thank you so much, Claire, about Eddie, and Merry Christmas. Hope you all have a lovely day when it comes. 
I've been your host, Claire Wilde. This has been the Players' Lounge, and we'll probably speak to you next year. Bye.